Mark Twain said the two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. That's what we're going to talk about today. When you truly uncover your philosophy, the two most important days of your life, one of which has already happened because you were born, you were a baby, and you were crying for your mama's teat on a regular basis, and then you wanted to leave the house, and you were a rebellious teenager, and then you went out on your own into the world, and you had to make money and find a mate and a partner, and then you had to procreate. And hopefully that journey wasn't too hard, or maybe that's exactly what you should want, a hard journey. I feel like my journey has been really hard, but if you actually think about Taoism and the idea that everything is the inverse of the other, the more happiness that you can muster in life is always going to be on the exact opposite in the spectrum of your most of your suffering. So the more suffering you have, the more happiness you have on the other end or can have. I believe this is something we don't talk about much or even think about. And I also believe it's probably the root cause of the meaning crisis today. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. And also your own pursuit of the overman or the overwoman. And what I mean by that, fascinating stuff every single day in October of 2021, I'm getting closer and closer to refining my life philosophy, what I'm about, what the better human company is about, what the better human podcast is about, which is now my focus, super exciting stuff. I want to help you along that way. So anything that I can do to help you become a better human, that's why we're here. That's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to focus on. And today's show is sponsored by our friends over at Organifi. Superfoods in a little easy to add to water sachet. That's the real killer app here. It's a little sachet that you tear off the top, drop it in some water. I like ice, so ice in my water, and then you shake it up and you drink it, and it's tasty. And it's got a bunch of superfoods in it, and it's got some digestive enzymes and things like that. Learn more about how you can get a better human-only code. I'm sure you can guess what the code is, but you got to listen till we get to that. Let's get to today's idea. And if you haven't already, make sure you get on the Better Human newsletter over at thebetterhuman.co. That's C-O. Every other day newsletter, jam-packed full of content to help you become better, to help you see through the matrix that's all around you and become a little bit more sovereign, a little bit more thinking for yourself, a little bit more freedom-loving, and a little bit more aware of just how broken our culture is and our society is and how it monetizes your lack of growth and your lack of abundance. And it monetizes your disrepair. It monetizes your lack of health. It monetizes making you sicker, fatter, weaker, more brainwashed, more propagandized. So that's what the newsletter is going to help you do. Plus the show. Quick news piece from the newsletter. Disney's Magic Kingdom opened 50 years ago today. The price of admission was $3.50. Today, it's $109. Hashtag inflation. And then a short tip from the newsletter as well. Okay, two things here. We have an LOL. Michigan offers a unicorn hunting license. And then I have hashtag competent government. And that's where your taxpayer dollars are going. Like legit, they have a unicorn hunting license you can buy. And then this is a pretty interesting fact. I mean, it's actually mind-blowing if you can even comprehend it. The sun comprises 99.86% of the entire mass of our solar system, which I believe our solar system is about two light years across. And that includes every planet, every rock, every comet, et cetera. I mean, it's, I don't even know how they can actually calculate that, but it's unbelievable. 99.86% is just that freaking thing that gives us light every day in life. <laughs> Today's idea stemmed from a tweet I wrote earlier. Again, follow me on Twitter, Colin Stuckert. Very simple. When you reach a point in life where you know who you are, that you end up saying F you to anyone trying to control or manipulate you. 
you become so resolute in your identity and mission that there's no such thing as motivation. There's just each day. And then the call to action today we're going to get to is pursue your own overman and overwoman. And I need to explain what I mean by that because that word may be new to you. Let me get these lights on here. I think get my full lighting set up. So I was thinking about this earlier today as I've been having this epiphany and the better humans and the microloans and all the new things that I'm going to do are coming to fruition. It's a massive amount of work, but it doesn't feel like work. It's exciting. Every single day I want to get in front of a computer and a mic and I want to talk about these things and I want to write these things. And there's no such thing as motivation. At this point, it's actually just whether I have physical energy or not. That's very exciting. It also gives meaning. It's also fulfilling the better human philosophy that I believe personally and that I'm refining more as we do this better human experiment, brand content, what have you. It's about the journey, not the destination. It's about self-actualizing through the journey, through doing hard things and through basically following the hero's journey, which is what Nietzsche was talking about with his idea of the ubermensch, the overman or the superman. It's basically somebody that sheds the shackles of society and realizes that meaning has to come from within. The phrase God is dead, a lot of people don't really understand it, but what he meant is God and Christianity specifically, which brought values to the masses and gave them a way to live and think and feel, no longer works anymore. We have a similar meaning crisis in the 21st century. John Vernakey has a series on this. I believe it's called The Meaning Crisis, actually. And he talks about this a lot. People are having trouble finding meaning. And you can actually see the trend in religion actually going down, which for a lot of people was a source of meaning, which obviously, you know, religion has benefits that way for people. But in general, religion throughout history has been pretty bad. You know, bad for society, bad for the holy wars and you know, burning witches at the stake and, you know, a lot of really bad interpretations of religion and God have been used to create a lot of atrocities, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the underlying uh, philosophy or religion or belief system is is wrong, right? And I don't, I don't even get into that. It's just like a can of worms. Personally, I'm not religious. I was growing up and now I'm more of a skeptic, an empiricist. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of weird synchronicities that happen in life. And I don't know how much of that is just our human minds and the way we can see patterns and connect things, you know, we're very good at doing that. Humans are basically pattern recognizing machines. And I don't know how much of that is just, uh, you know, weirdness or creator or simulation stuff. Like who freaking knows? I do know though that humans have a desire to want to explain things and simplify them and want to have stories around them and then believe those stories and those narratives. And it gets us into a lot of trouble and so I kind of look at human nature as a whole and humanity and human psychology and I always take a step back and then I kind of like look at what religion is and some of the, you know, the axioms that people operate from, from a religious perspective. I don't know if axioms is even the right word, but it's, you know, the beliefs and the ideas and the assumptions built into it. And then I kind of just like look at humanity and how we've created this thing and how it appeals to our base primal instincts, right? And I have an understanding of it. So it doesn't lead me to wanting to, you know, quote unquote, believe in it or use it myself. I have other ways to do that. Like I have my own belief system, my own philosophy, which is a lot of what today's show is about, is about building that for yourself. And I do want to get to a core idea here because I know I'm going off a little bit on a tangent, but the core idea here, if you can find your meaning in your philosophy, and this is tough because I can't give you cookie cutter like advice or tips here. This is more just something to think about. 
And, and maybe by thinking about it, you'll find cues in your life to follow. You'll find paths maybe you should take versus others because they are closer to what you want for yourself or what you envision for yourself versus doing something for the wrong reasons, which a lot of us do. A lot of humanity falls into doing things that are easy or that are convenient or that match what somebody else wants for us rather than doing things that we truly want and that truly light us up and fire us up. And most people, which might probably include you, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, right? That you're, you're here to learn and to grow. And the only way to do that is to be brutally honest with yourself, right? Like the, the metamorphosis that I've gone through from 21 years old to 36 it's just like, I'm not the same person. So as long as you're pursuing that by being as honest and truthful with yourself as possible, no ego attached, remove the ego, remove those bullshit stories you tell yourself, the narratives, then, then you can get to where you might want to go. So if I'm sounding like I'm being elitist here, or I'm condemning you because I put you in the, the, the masses box, or you even put yourself in it because of something I say, right? Which is again, more on you than me. I would encourage you to remove the emotion, remove the ego and step outside of it, observe it, understand it, and then dominate it. Slap it back. Give it a little jab in the face, in the nose, break the nose, and then go for the eye. Go, hook it, uppercut it. Joe Rogan, back kick it in its chest until it falls on the floor, crippling, dying, dead. Your ego, your stories, your desire to want to do this, to think that, whatever, does not serve you. The only way to master it is to actually get outside of it on that right now, I'm coming to the realization that it's actually about starting there. First, you must detach yourself from your ego. You must detach from your belief system and your worldviews and everything that you think you know. And it's a very scary thing. It's like stepping out into the abyss. You step out into the abyss of with questions like, who am I? And everything that I've done or thought or believed or that I want to believe or think is now potentially null and void. It's scary, but it is the only way to have a transformation is to be able to do that. Because for as long as you are still in the skin of who you are, of your identity, of your ego, you won't be able to see the things that you need to see in the way you need to see them. You won't be able to see why you do things you do, why you make the same mistakes over and over, why you think this way or that way, why you vote a certain way, why you yell at somebody that way, what makes you angry, what makes you happy, all of it. To have a conscious control over your human experience, you have to, in this weird, ironic, paradoxical way, actually exit the human experience. You have to step outside of it and then observe yourself like an anthropologist as the evolved ape that you are. Understand your psychology, understand your biology, understand why you're doing what you're doing from an evolutionary perspective. Why do you try to impress people? Why do you avoid hard conversations? Why are you not truthful with others in yourself? And then you understand that these are all just survival adaptations that humanity, mother nature, that mother nature's built into you to survive in a hunter-gatherer context. And then when you have that understanding and awareness, that's pretty much the first step on the divergent path of stepping into understanding who you are or the path towards understanding who you are, because it's not going to come immediately. And I don't know if you can have a truly meaningful life of abundance and pursuit of something that matters to you and that matters to the world without going through this process. I don't know. In fact, if you look at a lot of the troubled geniuses of the past, they usually have immense strengths in some areas and immense pitfalls or shortcomings in others. 
right? Again, that's the duality. That's the Taoist understanding of nature, of humanity, of everything. There's a positive and a negative force, and there's a spectrum. And generally, when you have something that's very far in a positive direction, you also have something that, that counterbalances that on the negative end of the spectrum. I guess what I want for you is I want you to reach a point in your life where you know who you are so that every day you wake up, you say F you to anybody that tries to control you, manipulate you, or lead you down the wrong path because their path is not your path. Even if they think their path is really good for you, it does not matter. Your path is your path. Everything else is coercion, it's manipulation, it's control, it's propaganda. And generally in the world we live in today, the forces that lead you down the wrong path are actually doing it for themselves. Now think about this a second. This is a very, very important point that I hope wakes some people up. Your family leads you down a path. They want you to get a certain job and make a certain amount of money. Different cultures have different severities of this, of course, but what you see is you see a focus on money, on accomplishment, on looking good to other people, and you don't see an emphasis on happiness. Now, why is that? Isn't the goal of pretty much every human life to pursue happiness? I think it is. I think it's happiness and meeting. I think they go hand in hand. Why did the parents want you to pursue becoming a doctor or engineer or whatever, making a bunch of money, but then being miserable, which we see all the time? There's probably over a minimum million people, probably 10 million or 20, who knows, of humans today that are pursuing a high paying job career path while hating every gosh darn second of it. The parents, are they doing it for the child or are they doing it for themselves? Are they trying to live vicariously through that child? Are they trying to satisfy some unmet need or desire or to impress their friends? Or do they genuinely care about the happiness of their child? Because <laughs> I bet you in more cases than not, it's not about happiness. And it's not about the betterment and the fulfillment and the best for the child. It's about the individual that wants that thing for the child. It is a selfish motivation. Now, again, this isn't surprising. Human nature, we are selfish. That's what mother nature did. We have to be selfish to meet mother nature's goals, our genes goals of reproduction, resource accumulation, safety, and security. In this weird roundabout way, we want our children to make a lot of money and we want to impress our friends, but maybe at the same time, we also think it's the best thing for them. So we convince ourselves like we're doing it for them and they'll be better off than a low paying job. They won't struggle, blah, blah, blah. That's where it gets muddy. So we can't really lay blame here. We have to put the responsibility on you, the individual, because it's always your responsibility anyways. It's nobody else's. If you make the decision to pursue something you hate, to please somebody else, that is your decision, your fault, and your responsibility to fix if it needs to be fixed. Now, that's the parent-sibling example. What about your friends? We've all experienced this. Allison has some friends that they're not really friends anymore. Most of it was because they had a conflict of life direction. They were going in different directions. Your friends oftentimes cannot stick around with you if you decide to start living in a way that is counterintuitive or even threatening to their way of life. So you see a divergence and they try to pressure you. They try to subtly encourage you to do these things, those things, whatever, because that then maintains their status quo and it reaffirms where you fit into their paradigm, into their life, into their understanding. It is then, again, a selfish pursuit. What about big food, big pharma, big smoking, all these things? They want to convince you that their processed crap food is better for you than a small local farmer that doesn't benefit from the mass industrialized food supply. 
They want to convince you that vaccines are better than nature, than your own human biology. So you take these drugs and they make billions every year, literally billions. Now, regardless of how you feel about vaccines, each one is different. So let's just think about these correctly. I got to share one bit of fact here for you. The chickenpox vaccine, which I had chickenpox as a kid, my understanding is it is mostly a non-lethal uh, disease or sickness that children get that then benefits them. So there's research that shows that kids that have chickenpox have a lower propensity for heart disease, cancer, and other things. Why? Because the sickness early on builds their immune system. It makes them stronger. This is anti-fragile. This is nature 101. If you think you can play God and give children drugs to prevent them at risk of anything or even being inconvenienced, which is what basically chickenpox is because it's not actually a killer, killer disease, then you will create fragilities later on. And if you look at 50% obesity rate and childhood obesity is on the rise, like, I mean, not just on the rise, but like at epic proportions, then you start seeing that, hmm, maybe the medical experts and big pharma that is incentivized to keep pushing these drugs for the billions they make, maybe you should be asking some questions here. Maybe nature knows more than humanity. It always has. Nature always comes out right in the end and humans usually look pretty stupid along the way. And chicken pox, guess what? It's like a $700 billion industry product, I should say. 700 billion, right? And this was for something that didn't even pose a threat. People got chicken pox, it was no big deal. You stayed home from school. You took care of your kids for a while. They were uncomfortable, but they got stronger. And then bam, big pharma says, let's create a vaccine for that so they don't have to do that. So parents don't have to miss work. It's unbelievable that this has reached a level of acceptance in our society. And it's a result of big pharma, corporate lobbying, government, money, like power, control, blah, freaking blah. It's the same crap. And rant, I'm sorry, I know it's on a topic, but it is still something we should all be aware of. Look at the chicken pox vaccine, look at all the things around it, and then think for yourself. That's my advice. And then you can maybe apply that logic to other vaccines if you want to. The show's usually 10 minutes, but I'm getting more and more into these topics. And I want to talk about them more because they need the treatment. Some shows don't need as much of a dive and some do. This is one of those shows that is just something, this is one of those shows where the topic is just so evergreen, so important, so necessary that we're going to have to talk about it a lot. We're going to cover it a lot. And I'm going to refer back to it. And we're going to talk about Nietzsche and the overman and the metamorphosis and the hero's journey and all the things that are going to help you become a better human so that you can opt out of the system, the matrix, take the red pill and then live in society, but do it in a better way a safer way, mitigate the risks of relying too much on society, build a better life, just following better paths and better ways of doing it. It's really as simple as that. I'm not suggesting you go live in a bunker somewhere. I'm actually talking about participating in modernity, but better, and then showing others how to do the same. This is a pay it forward movement. This is you got to be the best human you can be and then lead others to do the same. That's what The Better Human is about, The Better Human Newsletter, the podcast, and The Better Human Company. All these things and all the different things that I'm going to do forever is going to be around building better humans that opt out of the broken system and create a new, better way of living and then bring as many people, many humans as possible into that methodology until we create a new, better world for my children and their children and so on and so forth. And support the show and the mission over at organifi.com slash betterhuman. That's Organifi for 20% off using the code betterhuman, one word, to get your organic superfood blends, high quality nutrition. Each little sachet that you make a drink out of is like two to three grams of sugar tops, packed with things for gut health, general health, adaptogens, et cetera. All the good stuff that I've been using the family uses for years. 
These products are really great because they're already blended and you just throw them in some water and they're pretty tasty and you can try the different kinds. You can make your own drinks. You can add it to juice. You can do water, whatever you want to do. Sky's the limit with versatility. And it can become part of your daily routine, which for me is the most important thing. A daily routine around health and nutrition that's consistent is what glues everything together. Organifi.com slash betterhuman. And then use code betterhuman for 20% off your entire order. I appreciate you watching. You can get this show and everything else over at thebetterhuman.co. You can get all the other podcasts. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app, iTunes, whatever. YouTube as well. If you want to see my mug and you want to see some of the notes here, I hope you join me on YouTube. But at least get the Better Human newsletter over the. But at least get the Better Human newsletter over at thebetterhuman.co. That's it for today. We will do multiple, multiple shows on this topic. It's that freaking important. And you can always reach me from my website. There's a contact form or the bottom of this podcast where you're seeing it. There should be a link in there. Or just DM me. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. 